Welcome to Cancelled. We're back. Uh, I have no idea when this episode is going to air. I'm trying to get a bunch of them in the bank. So let's imagine, I don't know, Trump sent nukes to North Korea. I don't know. I'm just playing <laughs> odds. Uh, we are in for a treat. Um, <laughs> we're watching the 1977 TV movie pilot for The Amazing Spider-Man. My guest, return guest, fa- fan favorite, Ralphie Hardesty is oh, here. Oh, thank you for having Ralphie, me. Ralphie, you had to do the, that disaster of a live episode you yeah. did uh, <laughs> when we watched Doctor Strange at the Alamo. That, yeah, the, that... That was terrible. The the doctor the show the Doctor Strange like movie or yeah, it was like a TV, TV special movie for a pilot. Yeah, in like the late seventies, early eighties. It was it was pretty bad. It was that, pretty bad. Yeah. How do you think it compares to this one? Uh, this one I think is better. Okay. I do think the Spider Man one is better than the interesting. Doctor Strange. Let's see how that goes. And with us, first time we're on the show. <laughs> Not the first time doing Spider-Man related material. <laughs> Star of Spider-Man Homecoming, Martha Kelly is here. Everybody. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe that Doctor Strange was worse than this. I can't imagine <laughs> I <know>. anything <laughs> worse than this. I was very excited. I was like, oh, maybe they'll be like, you know, you were in Spider-Man. Like, if you don't know, she was the uh, the tour guide at the Washington <laughs> Monument in the latest Spider-Man movie. Great little role. I, everybody in Austin got very excited. Mm-hmm. Easily could be mistaken for just the elevator operator. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you had multiple lines in a uh-huh. Marvel film. Right. This is how uh, little Martha Kelly gives a shit about, like... Hollywood or whatever. How, and how little credit she gives herself. Well, that's more than exactly what I really meant. We were in Montreal together. We were both doing the Montreal Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. I was there doing uh, Roast Battle. You were there doing just comedy. I was home making soup. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw Martha and I was like, oh, how are you? We talked for a little bit. We are like, whatever. And, oh, I'll see you later. And then like later that day, I ran into somebody who we both knew. And he's like, oh, man, it's crazy. You hear about Martha? I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, she's in the new Spider-Man movie. I was like, I just saw her. She didn't mention it. Like, who doesn't? Like, oh, hey, friend, by the way, good news. I'm in a goddamn Marvel movie. Yeah. It never came up. Mom, what I'm thinking about when you bring that up is how much I hate the um, big crowded streets of the Montreal <laughs> Comedy festival. Because it's crazy. En- it enraged me how many people are in the street. Yeah, it's not like a comedy festival here. It's like South by. Yeah. the best I can relate Whoa. to where like the whole street is cut off and there's just vendors and whatever. And then like just a yeah. giant outside amphitheater by this one spot that's cut off. So there's like a huge stage where they're doing shows. It's like a very, I mean, it's a huge festival. Yeah, and it's in July, and um, very few places have air conditioning for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it's a little warm up there. You I get got, a little toasty. I got real mad about it. Uh, how's things going <laughs> otherwise? Everybody doing all right? Yeah. Great. Good. Yeah. Anything? We just, full disclosure, Martha and I just had brunch. At Shady uh, you Grill. You both had brunch. We were okay. both at brunch. That's well, that worked Grill. out well, because yeah. she told me about brunch plans, and then... I invited you at, without her knowing exactly, and then you both ended up on. Yeah, I actually paused for a second. Ways. I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to make that because we have brunch. But then you told me Martha I was like, Oh well, if Martha said yes, then <laughs> I guess we'll be fine. Because <laughs> we can do it. How was brunch? I don't. Where'd you go, Shady? Shady, Shady Pines. I don't. 
Shady Pies. Shady Pies. That's a, wait, hold on. Is Shady that's, Pies the, the from yes. Golden Girls yes, where Sophia right. lived? Okay. <laughs> that's what I call it. Ah, <laughs> wait, I thought Sophia lived with the other Golden she Girls. She did, but she came there from her nursing home. Oh. Yeah, that was episode one of that. And she had just Shady gotten Pies. back. But they kind of reference Shady mm-hmm. Pies a lot throughout She threatens show. to send her back Yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm going to alienate a lot of people, but I've never understood the appeal of Golden Girls. That's fine. I alienated Daniel Webb severely when I told him I've never really watched Designing Women. That, I feel like, is more acceptable only in that it's less syndicated. And less in the zeitgeist than the Golden Girls. When's the last time you tried to watch Golden Girls? I'll be honest. I I think I only ever tried to watch it about once. Okay. And I found it very depressing. And maybe... Why depressing? Because it's well. First of all, it's in Florida. Yeah, I don't like that. That's a good point. (laughs) Um, And it's four old ladies living together, um, always getting into arguments. I can't imagine. I and also the fear that. I don't want to end up like that. Okay. I don't want to be an old lady arguing with, with other old with ladies. With three roommates? Yeah, in that's Florida. A <laughs> I can't watch I it. Kind of, I guess not being a, a woman, I never really put myself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I didn't really... Ha- I just always assumed I would die alone yeah. in the shack someplace. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say... I didn't mean to agree with that so No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I buy it. It yeah. just makes sense. Uh, I, w- I would say if you can kind of get past that, Give it a watch. It's fucking joke. It's heavy. a good show. Yeah. It is joke after joke after joke. And some of it gets real weird. There's one episode where they're talking about, because uh, Rose is always talking about St. Olaf, mm-hmm. the town she came from in like Minnesota or whatever. Okay. Betty White's character. Okay. And uh, she's like the airhead. And she's talking about, it's like New Year's and it's the one tradition where they like the one day of the year, maybe it's New Year's, maybe it's Christmas, doesn't matter. Uh, where the the farm animals got to sleep inside. It was like the, <laughs> it was like the fucking it was the nice thing they did for the farm animals every year. And then it, that just became a bestiality joke. I'm like on Golden Girls. That like, was yeah. fucking weird. And then I remember distinctly there's an episode that dealt with lesbianism with like homosexuality, mm-hmm. and my mom wouldn't let me watch it when I was a kid. Oh, like my hilarious. aunt was staying with us for like a visit or whatever, and they watched it, and they're like, "No, you can't. This is not." And I was like. 12 like, fucking could probably get it. right I, I kind of like snuck it like was like kind of half listening to it I'm like mm-hmm. i gotta get this, this is yeah whatever they're explaining it pretty well and it's just like grandma's talking about lesbians yeah yeah, so yeah. i don't want to get graphic. into anything right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't bring up the clitoris or anything it was just somebody's niece was gay or whatever. <laughs> yeah. but isn't rue mcclanahan uh perpetually horny and frustrated yes well, well that's not frustrated she, not, she bags a lot she's yeah. mostly always banging she's pretty Ooh. satisfied actually. yeah yeah, yeah. I, would I say thought... b arthur would be maybe the frustrated yeah. one she has like a bad love life but Ro- well, that's like, true blanche can't like keep a man but i also don't know if blanche really that's wants not to her keep goal a man. yeah it comes up occasionally where she's like oh i might marry this might be the one or whatever yeah. and then some weird thing turns out but oh. no she mostly just just bangs the yeah, whole she time. Slut. Yeah, she's hmm. kind of great. And then it's, it's not what I thought. Like mean, it's yeah, fun. yeah. I don't. I, this is going to turn into a Golden Girls podcast. I know. <laughs> this is like yeah, like when you get the teacher derailed on something. It's yeah, like yeah, keep yeah, it going, yeah. keep it going. Oh, we were in eighth grade. My eighth grade English teacher, Miss, oh, I can't remember her last name. Irrelevant. Was super into ghosts. Like she would go on like these ghost hunting tours or oh, whatever. That's so great. So man, we could be you could derail any class. Like you can like if you're reading something from the 1800s, you can sneak a ghost into that pretty easy, and then that's 40 minutes. I heard oh, talking that's about so being in a great. barn and it got cold. And I'm like, that's not. It's we're in upstate New York. It gets cold in barns. Uh, 
Uh, well, let's fucking talk about what we're here to talk about. 1977, they decide to launch a pilot. They make a TV movie for a pilot of The Amazing Spider-Man. Now, Ralphie, you're a bit of a comic book. Kind of. Right? Well, yeah, I don't I don't keep up anymore. Right, but, but when I, a time. When I was a kid, I was into Spider-Man and the X-Men. Okay. Those were like my two. Uh, so, so you're kind of into like you kind of know the Spider-Man lore, yeah, as it were. Pretty much. Was he? He was a kid, right? Yes. He's supposed to be a kid. Yeah. So it's weird that he's a 28 year old part time scientist in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I, when he starts, he's like living with his grandmother and grandpa. You know, Aunt May, right? And yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he's. He's also supposed to be like kind of wisecracking and like smooth, and this guy's a like he's a gay wiener. (laughs) He's like the biggest nerd in the entire show. So yeah, yeah, that was that that struck me weird for sure. Everything is weird about this, not the least of which is that J. Jonah Jameson, who is the the (laughs) The newspaper magnate, who's supposed to be this like yelly, like oh god damn it, can't be Spider Man or whatever. He's mostly just kind of like a curmudgeonly Jewish dude. Yeah. It doesn't really come across with like the firebrand idea of J. Jonah Jameson, yeah. I thought. He uh, also was Larry Tate on Bewitched, and that's how I refer to him <laughs> in all my notes. That's perfect. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I also was able to find Uncle Leo. Uh, yes, Uncle yeah. Leo is one of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uncle Leo from Seinfeld, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will say, as far as like, if you were to just like uh sort of elevator pitch the plot of this not bad for a comic book movie Mm -hmm. if you can get past the origin story part of it which whatever we all know we'll get to it in a second but the overall idea there's a a super villain who has uh come up with mind control Mm -hmm. and he is in a week going to make 10 random new yorkers kill themselves unless the mayor pays him 50 million dollars not bad. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, Jessica Jones gets a lot of credit for being like crazy what... dark yeah. and that, doing this like forced suicide through mind control thing. They did it in 1977. Mm-hmm. It's not a terrible idea for a story. Here's where it gets weird. You're a supervillain. It's just a fat old dude in a suit. <laughs> like he's not even, they don't try <laughs> to give him like a crazy backstory. I don't know if they give him any backstory at all. No. Yeah. There was no information about him. Yeah, he just, it's a guy that knows mind control. Mm-hmm. And he has through like, a computer, like a weird mind control. Yeah. I wondered if it was in any part inspired by Scientology because when they first reveal him, mm. he looks sort of resembles L. Ron Hubbard okay. in his pre-shut-in uh, days. Like, he looks a little like L. Ron Hubbard. In 77. I mean, yeah. that, that, he was a figure. He was a public figure then. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean... There's definitely a cult aspect. Like he's he's got this like uh, neo humanist group that he's like yeah. supposed to be teaching, but he's really mind controlling or whatever. Yeah. Also, I don't know how anybody fell for that cult because he's just a dick to everyone. And everyone. <laughs> yeah. The second everyone shows up, he's like, "What are your dreams? Those are stupid. Shut up." He told that woman she she said like he's like do you like he's like people get caught up trying to be happy as opposed to just being happy or whatever. Yeah, which is, like, kind of his argument. And she, this woman's like, I know what would happen. A house in the country for me and my kids. And he goes, that's a stupid dream. He just <laughs> yells that at her. It's like, I quit this call. <laughs> I'm going to go now. I don't want this. It's so weird. Um, <laughs> so we we see a few people that are like randomly, like what happens is a bunch of people, upstanding citizens, doctors, lawyers, start sort of randomly walking off and then going to rob banks. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and they find out they, they have no idea what happened. They like crashing their cars into walls and shit like that. And then he, there's this ransom note that goes to all the newspapers. And uh, I did like J. Jonah Jameson at one point, like the guy runs in with the ransom note. He's like, what? This is crazy. And then they turn on the TV and they're talking about it on the TV. And the guy's like, and he's like, oh. Well, aren't you also the news? You're the news. I don't know yeah. why that's what, like, watching the news is making it newsworthy to you. Yeah. But then he does say at that point, he goes, this is a newspaper story. What are they doing with that it? That was weird. What the hell is I wrote that down, too. That's an, I don't understand what that means. Yeah. Um, this is newspapers, turf. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I could get it. Like, I feel like newspapers do, like, long, investigative, like, multi-part what, yeah. pieces or whatever. No, they're just reading the... They all report on the same... Sp- yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was very strange. And then when the news alert is over, he says, shut that junk off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will also like to say, there's a good chance that, like, a third of this movie is just various news broadcasts. Yeah. But they are constantly just going to, like, the TV or the radio for, like... A minute yeah. at a time. Oh, God. I'm just explaining. Like, yeah. there's this exposition for, like... Yeah, like that's, a like, a minute. third of the movie, and then another third is the same shot of the web going around that <laughs> one. <laughs> that one pole. Okay. Well, we, I mean, let's let's talk... Let's get the effects out of the <laughs> yeah. way for a second. It is 1977. We have to give them some amount of oh, yeah. leeway. Because if they had pulled these things off, these effects... It would have been way before they were ready for like a Spider-Man movie. For I will. Sure. I will say the so there's a lot of him scaling a wall, which is just a man being pulled up by a rope while <laughs> yeah. pretending to walk against the wall. <laughs> okay, like I'll let that. Like it is way more effective than that first montage when he decide like he like finally figures out he's Spider-Man and he starts climbing around that house. Yeah, and it's just like a like video footage of him superimposed yes. over a picture yeah. of this house. It was like the first green screen. It is it it is beyond laughably bad. <laughs> there are moments where he is not lined up with the house. <laughs> if you watch, there are moments where he's just crawling like in the air kind of next to the house. And it's like you could edit that. Like you yeah. had to be able to yeah. see that moment. So I didn't mind that the 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 scrawling thing. They there's a lot of reused footage. Uh, there's a lot of oh we we shot this web over a branch. Mm-hmm. We'll just keep right. showing that. That's right. Uh, when he's fighting those three Asian dudes with the sticks, oh my god! They show a lot of the same like yeah. him hiding behind a thing or mm-hmm. whatever. That maybe yeah, the Mexican American Asian people. But I didn't understand how um, L. Ron Hubbard's cult <laughs> um, knew where to have their ninja security force, what nooks they would be hiding in, expecting someone to come. Because it was weird where they were. I love that sentence. Uh, But yeah, I will say there's a lot I don't understand about this movie. It doesn't explain itself well. That's definitely high in the least. Because it happens twice. He goes the first time, and they hop out immediately right where he is. Then he goes back. And they do the exact same thing, except this time they have flamethrowers, which I enjoy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had, yeah. like, flamethrowers that were, like, they looked like someone, like, glued a fishing pole to, like, a yeah, kerosene tank. they were homemade, tank. for sure. They, yeah. were very, yeah. they were very homemade. Uh, so, basically, we get an origin story of Spider-Man, like we do every time they fucking tell Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, this I'll forgive, because it's 77, maybe people don't know as much. I mean, Spider-Man's been around a long time. Yeah. And I feel like the reason you make a TV movie out of it is because it's popular. So I would think people would know it, but fine, you're doing this property. So we get... So he has a friend in his lab. He's 
So he is a part-time scientist, right. part-time freelance photographer. Right. Um, all closeted homosexual living, uh, yeah. his, <laughs> living <laughs> with his Aunt May, yeah. who is henpecking this man. In the attic? He lives in the attic oh, as yeah. a spider would. I thought, that's, <laughs> I thought that was why they put him in the attic. That makes More sense. Flavor, yeah. uh, he sleeps in a hammock, just like a web. Yeah. I don't know if he does anything. <laughs> uh, um, he is being henpecked horrifically by uh, Aunt May, who is, I think, maybe the lady from Facts of Life. I didn't look it up, <laughs> yeah. but she looks almost yeah. exactly like her. Yeah. And but to the point of like, did you take your pills? Where are you going? What? He is thirty years old, man. He can come and go yeah. as he pleases. Well, I also this is what struck me about Aunt May. She they go through a lot of effort and take a lot of time to get you to realize that he has allergies. Yeah, <laughs> so many times. Oh in this. my god! So much sneezing. So many references Ugh. to his allergy pills. Everyone he interacts with ends up commenting on his hey, sneezing. Martha, does it factor into the plot of this movie in any way? Well, here's how. Because <laughs> I didn't notice that it did. It's for something that doesn't do anything for the story, which is when he finally realizes and he's trying to disrupt the radio waves and right. he has that little gadget that for some reason he need to borrow forty six dollars. But he he sneezes and drops it and apparently it breaks because then he picks it back up and he doesn't even try to fix it. He just throws it back down. (laughs) So the all of the allergy references were for that thing yeah that's I'm, weird i'm glad I missed, you explained I, i'm it. glad you got because i missed that entirely yeah, i didn't even realize that that device was the thing that was delivered at the beginning i did catch that yeah. i didn't catch that he ended up using that device to fix the micro the, to yeah. by the way here's some science uh reverse the microwaves yeah. right which is how you solve <laughs> right. control yeah uh, there's also some uh there's a great moment here where he's so he's at the newspaper when all the, he's yeah, like trying to sell some pictures of J. Jonah Jameson. It's in the beginning when the ransom note comes through and he goes, well, I don't know a lot about, uh, I don't know a lot about uh, mind control. I wrote it down. I don't know much about mind control, but, but I do know that they're doing experiments and they can make people do things against their will. <laughs> so you do know about mind control. Then. You, I don't, what you, you just explained the thing you said you don't know a lot about. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a, and there's a lot like that's him right before he goes to the lab when he gets the delivery of these transponders right. or whatever. Uh, and we meet Italian stereotype that delivery guy. man. Who I kind of loved. He was great, you know, like in the way that he was just very silly, yeah, and very much like, and also like he, it's a C, it's a COD delivery, so it's cash on delivery. He's got to pay for it, but he's acting like he didn't know it was coming. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't, oh, I don't have any cash. Like, well, you bought the fucking mm-hmm. thing. What are you a child? What do you yeah. mean you don't have any money? Also, what do you mean you don't have forty dollars? <laughs> Grow up, <laughs> right? And has there ever been a longer sequence to establish? That somebody couldn't accept their package. That lasted <laughs> oh, it's, so long. It's like it's like eight attempts. He's like, "Well, I'll write you a check." The guy's like, "I'm not waiting." The guy's upset because he's in this lab and he's like, doesn't want to be exposed to the radiation. Right. At one point, he goes, "What if that laser decides to shoot me over here?" Oh, yeah. he goes like, "He was very, he was very weird. delightful character, but immediately I was I resented him for not getting out of the way. Just, way. Out of the Just let the plot continue." Because <laughs> well, he it, asked this. It took like five minutes to excuse that man. <laughs> he asked his lab partner, 
uh, hey, lend me 40 bucks or whatever. And the guy's like, what? Are you kidding me? I don't. He's like, oh, he goes, thanks for the compliment, but I don't know where I'm eating tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, sell some of this lab equipment or something. <laughs> You're homeless. Yeah, cut all this science out. <laughs> it really bumped me out for those guys. <laughs> like, oh, he does ask if, like, Aunt May can feed him. It's like, man, you, yeah. you really don't fund our scientists no. in this country. Yeah, I guess that's always been a problem. Uh, but yeah, so, there that I, I have to say that that took so long, and then I think it was I think it was right after that scene. The other thing that takes ten minutes to do is watching that yeah. robot arm pick something up and pour. They have yeah. a robot arm that's pouring, that's picking up like a beaker full of some sort Powerful of stuff, yeah. something, uh, and it's supposed to pour it into this like lead thing that they can like, right. get rid of. It and with. that's where the spider gets radioactive. radiated. And yeah, we get Spider Man. It's just. Uh, no, go ahead. They don't show the spider actually getting splashed with no, anything. No, it's just sort of in there with it. It's, it's in like a little yeah. glass thing with it. Uh, I'm surprised it didn't show anything being splashed because it is the ricketiest, most yeah. jankety <laughs> fucking robot arm. It's oh, yeah. shaking like Parkinson's the whole time it's oh, yeah. moving that thing. It looks very dangerous. Yeah. And it... Oh, gosh. Uh, so he gets bit by this spider. Which, yada, yada, yada. No, please continue. Which at first I thought was a, a fly, but then it <laughs> And I was like, is he going to be fly, man? Did they fuck up his origin? <laughs> I don't like spiders, but like there's no way any spider would bite as quickly as that Just pretends. If go. you put your hand up to a spider, it runs away. Like, you'd have right. to go through a lot of back and forth to get it to bite you. Yeah, yeah. You have to sit stationary for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a sort well, of Well, have you ever been around a radioactive spider? Maybe they're more aggressive. Point well taken. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, if that's where your problem with this movie is, is in the, of course. the aggressiveness of the spider. But of the course you've been around a, a radioactive rap. spider. She was huh. in spider Spider-Man. Uh, sorry, I don't know what I was thinking. That's but I actually right. didn't have any uh, one-on-one interaction with Spider-Man. That's true. So, you um, were just in with the kids. But then, like, he came, he saved you guys, right? You're in the elevator when he saves you or no? <laughs> She's oh, stalling. She's, she's stalling. stalling for time. She's, maybe she's been lying about being in Spider-Man this whole time. She doesn't remember. Do you need some water? Sorry, and then I coughed right into the mic. No, that's fine. Uh, he saves the people. He saves a couple of the kids. Right. Before the elevator crashes. Um. Those of us who had already supposedly gotten out were supposed to be watching in horror as they almost fall. And I kept, every time they would start rolling, I would try to inch out of the scene because I'm, (laughs) because my face, the group of, oh no, this is how we're supposed to look. And I was so bad at it (laughs) that I would try to lean out and no, no one complained. So I would like to say, it would be nice if any of the actors in this film tried to inch out of scenes. Because they are all exclusively terrible. Yeah, that's true. Everyone in this show is bad except for Uncle Leo. Oh he's, yeah, he's like right. just fucking Uncle Leo. But everyone's bad. I would like to address the two cops. Mm. Uh, so there's two detectives that are investigating this string of bank robberies and, mm-hmm. and the, the ransom thing. The main cop, the main detective with the cigar, he doesn't deliver a single line non-sarcastically <laughs> in the entire ro- And he's That's in true. a lot of it. But every line yeah. he has is like, oh, I bet you're just the best guy. In a-. Like, he has no... 
there's not a moment of like sincerity in yeah. anything he says. And so to the point where like at one point he thanks the uh, J. Jonah Jameson because he's going to give him the credit for busting the case as opposed to Spider Man, mm-hmm. and it came across like he's being such a dick because mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, that's the way you want to print it." Right. Thanks. <laughs> it's like, do you? I can't tell if you mean that or not, no. sir. Masculinity is poison. He was so mad from the get-go. And honestly, the first encounter with Peter Parker, I felt as scared for Peter Parker (laughs) as I did for Nicole Kidman's character when her abusive husband was about to hit her in Big Little Lies. That's how angry that cop is. I did write down here, this cop is great. Maybe I just like seeing a cop yell at a young, handsome white man. Because he... So... What happens is Peter is in the alley, and for whatever reason, this one of the mind-controlled guys... Now, is he trying to run him over with the car, or is he just yes. in the way? Yeah, I can't tell. In the low-speed car chase? Yeah, he's yeah. like... So Peter's trying to run down this alley to get away from this car that's just, like, following him and going to crush him against this wall. But I don't know why, because he hasn't... Like, Peter hasn't, one, been Spider-Man yet, mm-hmm. has not been investigating the mind control thing or whatever, so it's not like he would have been, like, the guy would have sicked this guy yeah. on him. I think he was just there, like, to rob a thing and was just like, well, I'll run this guy over. Yeah. Whatever. So, but he, like, just slowly approaches this car. Like, yeah. I could have, like, just climbed on the hood of that car. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Peter, was, you don't need to be Spider-Man. To yeah, he wasn't car. even running away. He no, was, he's like, very, trotting and, like, looking behind him. Very slowly walking Yeah, but away. terrified, like, scared in the face, but, yeah. like... You know, kind of just like jogging. Kind of shimmy. And and that's when he runs up the wall to escape. (laughs) Uh, And then the cop shows up and he's like, hey, who are you? What are you doing here? And he's like, well, I'm the guy that almost got run over. So, oh, what's your name? Write it down. And then I guess that guy, no, because this is what happened. That guy had just robbed like a payroll or something. Yeah. Two guys show up, take the money out of the trunk right away. And then the the cop's like, well, what the hell? Where's the 30 grand? Mm. Uh, And he's like, oh, I don't know. I wasn't here. He right. up on the wall or whatever. Right. And, and nobody was like, how did you survive? Where were you? No, they don't. He's like, I, well, he's, what he says was I was, I had my eyes closed. I went like, I, well, the guy goes, let me guess. Yeah. You couldn't stand the carnage and you had your eyes closed. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. He goes, that, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> it's a weird moment. Yeah. Pretty bad police work. Uh, so he eventually becomes Spider-Man. He tells Jonah James and he can get a picture of Spider-Man. Uh, so he does the classic, like, set up a fucking camera. It's, like, very straight out of the comic book, <laughs> which I'm, like, fine with, honestly. Yeah. There's, like, some tonal things in this that I think actually are campy in the right way to sort of make it, like, to fit the comic yeah. book. Which I actually think modern comic book movies should adapt the score for this. Yeah. Do that, like, 1970s, like, exploitation, <laughs> like, kind of, like... Well, I, I like the score in that it was, like, enjoyable to listen to. Mm. It didn't feel like it fit no. what was happening. Well, there's no yeah. action. Ha- there's nothing happening. <laughs> well, at one point, there is. Like, so eventually, when he's fighting the three ninjas, yeah. well, the, whatever, with the with the sticks, it's playing. It's like... <laughs> but it's not like... It's not driving. It yeah. doesn't like... It's not like, oh, like, oh, it's set the mood. It's like action happening. It's just right. sort of like funky bass line. Yeah. It's just very weird. No, you're right. And actually, I watched it at 1.5 speed, so that made a big difference. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and also, I wish I had done that. Oh, it this took me an hour and 40 minutes. It, yeah, they they didn't have pacing in the 70s, I don't think. No, I don't think they did. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's at one point... Another one, so there's another moment. So Peter keeps showing up 
at all these things where the mind control guys are, and the cops starting to get like suspicious or whatever. At one point, he shows up. One of the guys is ran into the wall again. They keep mm-hmm. that seems to be what happens is they rob a thing and then they just run into a wall. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the the bad guy's plan is that they then yeah. run and take the money or whatever out of the trunk. Uh, but he's like pinned in this car, and he goes up to the CMT who's standing there. Like, well, aren't you going to try to get him out? He's like, oh, he's pinned in there. We can't do anything until the like Joe's Joe life come or whatever. And he's like, it's going to be like twenty minutes. And Parker, like, what do you mean he doesn't have twenty minutes? Look at him. And the guy goes, take it easy, would you? <laughs> Like, that's your response to him wanting you to save a man's life? He's he's an EMT, very offended by the request that he maybe help this man. He can handle the man dying, but not being criticized. (laughs) Very briefly. Uh, And he then, like, Peter rips the steering wheel Mm. out. Uh, And, like, he sends the guy away first. Hey, can you go get a blanket or something? And then he rips the steering wheel out. When he comes back, he goes, what happened? And he's like, oh, I guess the steering wheel fell off. You could just say, like, I tried to move it and it fell yeah. off. Like, it was yeah. damaged. Yeah, you don't I have did to, it. Yeah, I did it. Like, you know, he didn't see, so yeah. it could have just been whatever. You don't have to make it seem like it magically fell yeah. off. That seemed like a weird move to me. He does have a little, uh, little love interest, briefly. I don't know if we can call that, it that. <laughs> no, that crackpot lady. She's so, kind of crazy. She's very crazy. She is the niece or daughter, I think daughter, of this the guy professor. who's in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a professor. And he shows up to her. They go on like a little walk at one point. That's, I guess, kind of cute. Uh, then she's like, oh, but he was going to these like human experience, whatever, mm-hmm. like guru <laughs> cult meetings where the bad guy yeah. is. She's like, will you come with me? So he goes, and that's when we have that. He's yelling at people's stupid dreams. <laughs> and they're like, you guys are all yeah. idiots. And then they leave, and she's like, oh, I can't wait to go back. That oh, was great. Like, she's yeah. so excited. And he's like, and this is the only time I like Peter. He's like, Seems like a bunch of nonsense to me. And she to me, like, I gotta go. <laughs> Get out of my car. She fucking does yeah. not like it. And he's like, I am gonna see you again, aren't I? And she goes, Sure. And she drives away all mad. I was like, Well, so much for the love interest. Yeah, she's no. like, Don't think we see her again. No. Well, and when she first comes into the pilot, she runs to what is her dad in this car wreck. And first, one of the EMTs shoves her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So immediately, <laughs> take yeah. out of here. And then she tells the cops who she is, and they're like, well, get out of here. We got to go. Like, they, right. nobody is like, oh, the cops would have wanted to talk to a family. I watch a lot of Law & Order. Absolutely. They want to talk to a family member, for yeah, sure. Yeah, what, what was your, who might have wanted to hurt your dad? dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was but a state of mind, any number of things. Yeah, everyone's just like, <laughs> just get out of our way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There's a really <laughs> creepy moment where that guy, that professor, they they say from that car is in a in the hospital, mm-hmm. and then the, they try the mind control try tries to make him kill himself, try to jump out the window. Spider Man saves him. Mm. Then the cop is interviewing him in the hospital bed, and he's he's like uh, like asking these like accusatory questions because it's right. hard to believe mind control or whatever. Yeah. And I buy that. But then the guy goes, he's like, it's scary that someone can make you lose control of yourself, make you do whatever he wants. But he says it in the most sexually overtoned way. He's like, he just kind of like squints his eye a little bit when he says it. And I was like, that's, I don't like it when you said that. I don't like the way you said that at all. Uh, um, fun fact about the daughter. Uh, she is the female cadet in An Officer and a Gentleman. Wow. Who whoa. Richard Gere, spoiler alert, yes, helps fun. over the wall at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I did not I know I couldn't that. figure out who she was at first and then. God, that's so crazy. I didn't yeah. recognize her and I wa- I've seen that movie a million times. 
Yeah, it's a few years. This was a few years before that. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's I, yeah, that's crazy. I, it, it's funny because, like, sure, her obviously she had some amount of a career. Uh, Uncle Leo would go on to be in a number of things, mostly being Uncle Leo and mm-hmm. Seinfeld. But I don't know if the rest of these people did shit. Like, let's look at no, looking at the IMDb page. Well, hold on. Uh, Spider Man seems to have worked quite a bit. <gasps> Now, mostly television through the 70s, a bunch of really bad straight-to-video uh, like action movies. He's in tr- uh, Trouble in Paradise, which is the uh. Hulk Hogan TV show. Oh, God. A couple episodes of Murder, She Wrote, Mirror, Mirror. She- but, like, he, his last credit is uh, 2015, he was in the TV miniseries Gallipoli. And then 2017, he's in something called The Barbecue. It's in post-production. He's wow. filming Ladies in Black in 2018. He's like... Had a very steady career. Yeah. Good for him. He was very pretty. He was very, very pretty. pretty. He was a very pretty man. Peter Parker. Good for him. He's in an episode of Farscape. A couple episodes of Farscape. Yes. Yeah, good for him. He worked a bit. I don't know Farscape. Uh, it was like a uh, maybe mid-90s sci-fi channel oh, okay. sci-fi show. Gotcha. Weird Muppets. Um, <laughs> also, I do. I should say, I wrote this note down like halfway through that, and this is going to be a little gross. I grew up watching 70s porn. So this look, like mm. the sort of just generic overall look of everything, of like the way people are dressed and like the like the f- sort of fuzziness of the camera, right. it's really right. taking me back. It's really, it's really taking me back. Um, one thing that I uh, noticed because it's from the opening credits of the first part, and then they use it again when he finally is going to go and try to disrupt the radio waves. Right is when Spider-Man is climbing up the building and stopping to look in windows. All of the windows have the blinds completely down. And he still (laughs) lingers. Look, the director was like, just take a minute to look. There's no, he can't though. It's totally blocked up. There's a lot of action. I wrote this note down. (laughs) We're like, he's trying to be Spider-Man, which it looks like what I wrote down here. It's like, it looks like... uh, he went to the director and so was like, how do I be Spider-Man? And then the director was like, I don't know, squad a bunch. And we're rolling, people. <laughs> yep. Like, there was no moment. All he does is kind of crouch a lot. Mm-hmm. That's Spider-Man. Yeah, my favorite, like, unexplainable spider thing that he did is in one of the fights with the, the Asian gang, yeah, he yeah. jumps on the wall and punches them from the wall. <laughs> how is that better? For no reason. <laughs> he 100% does that. I'm like, no. why is that better than just punching Yeah, them? get down. Use all of your legs. <laughs> I have a problem with that fighting because he says in the beginning that he'd be a thousand times right. stronger than any man. Right. Then, but these are just dudes with sticks. They're not like <laughs> super villains right. or robots or anything. Yeah, he can't, and he can't fight them to save his life. He has to run away. Oh, he's really bad every at time. Yeah. yeah, at one point he hits him with a web. He makes a little web shooter at one point, and it's kind of adorable. I honestly, know. I kind of like when he first goes to test it out. He goes to the woods and he shoots it around a branch, and then he like, kind of pulls on it. Okay, it's strong, and then. His, like, big Spider-Man, like, Spider-Man's move is these big sweeping swings mm. from building to building. He looks like he's in a poorly constructed rope swing <laughs> where he just, he's, like, six inches off the ground and just kind of gliding. And at, dangling. Like, and just, just dangling. dangling. He's backwards. He's not facing the direction he's going. It really made me laugh. Yeah. Like, it wasn't supposed to, but I genuinely laughed. There's a couple moments of I had genuine laughter. Yeah. That one, and then the end when he shows Jay, he shows oh. Jay Jonah Jameson the photos. He's like, no, I got great new pictures of uh, Spider-Man. 
and it's Spider-Man taking a selfie with the three mm-hmm. Asian gang members, and they're just like smiling at the camera. <laughs> I laughed for like twenty solid seconds. Yeah, I don't know why. My version of that one was when he shows up for the third time, and the gang jumps out, and he's like, "Hey, I fixed everything. Yeah. Let's be friends." And they all just like decide yeah. that he's yeah. right. Well, I think what we're supposed to buy there is that he they were being mind controlled right. as well. So yeah. that now that he's taken out the, he's reversed the microwave. Exactly. But it was like him explaining but, uh, it to us. Oh yeah, not... for sure. No, absolutely. I definitely, <laughs> go I laughed it. very, because like great. they opened the door for him. It was very funny. Uh, there's some weird, like, so he keeps going back. He basically figures out where like that cult is the one who is mind controlling everybody. Mm. But he just has to go back to like the same sets because there's no money. <laughs> so it's the same three rooms he keeps going back That's to true. multiple times. Uh, and also, I do like that every like science in this is just flashing lights. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. You yeah. get in a room, there's some lights flashing. There's like a button on your lapel. Yeah, your mind. And control. science is is bad. There's no place in the movie where no, it's like yeah, doing yeah, anything yeah. good. No, he uh, except for maybe like no, even the them in the beginning are the reason he got bit by a fucking yeah. spider. Anyway, yeah, for sure. I like uh, one thing that made me laugh was uh, towards the end when. Uh, when Dr. Joyce Brothers has already driven into a wall <laughs> and the captain, someone asked the angry captain what he's going to do about Spider-Man. And he says, what am I going to do about Spider-Man? How do I know? I'm a cop, not an exterminator. <laughs> and then he growls. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, that's pretty but good. it's so Corny. There's a lot of love very it. corny stuff. There's a moment where, Sp- where Peter Parker's trying to explain Spider-Man to J. Jonah Jameson because he's seen him. It's like before he's admit, like, come up with a costume or whatever. Yeah. Like, no, I, I saw him. I got a picture. He's like lying. And he goes, well, what is he? How many legs does he have? And he's like, well, two. He says, oh, don't spiders have a bunch of legs? He's like, yeah, but he's a man. <laughs> he goes, ah, get out of here. That's the whole reaction. I really enjoyed it. That made me laugh really hard. Um, there's a black guy that works at the newspaper who mm-hmm. I like, whose job is to just go to J. Jonah Jameson and be like, come on! And just that's, keep arguing that's with all them. he does. Yeah. Every time he's like, we gotta run with the story! Uh, and he's like, no, we can't run with the story. He's like, ah, come on! <laughs> and then they run with the story. And then, yeah. That's the whole thing. I have a question. No, go for it. Why, when, he fall, when they blew torch his web and he hurts himself on the gargoyle, right. and then he gets down on right. land, and he tries to get <laughs> that cab driver... <laughs> Why is that scene in there? Because nothing happened. The cab drivers, no, I can't, no, I can't, and then drives You're away. Right. No, it, it provides zero. I don't know why it's in the story at yeah. all. I also think that guy might just be a cab driver. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's, he's not acting at right. all. And I think that, like, for some reason they wanted a scene where he tries to get a cab, and the guy was like, fine, but I got, I'm not leaving the seat. I got to drive the cab. It's my cab. Yeah. So, like, they, I, so he just funny. seemed like a dude. I even feel like that was... Because I... You're right. I enjoyed that scene because I was like, oh, that's funny. A white guy can't get picked up by a black cabbie. Right. But... Yeah. I, that's, that, you're looking at through some, like, get-out colors. <laughs> exactly. Images. Right. Yeah, I don't think that was... Yeah, that was... I don't think that was part of the consciousness <laughs> in 77. Uh-huh. He, but you know what that cab driver does say? He goes, I ain't taking no Spider-Man of that part of town. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> what part of town? He's and how very many how many Spider Men have you dealt with in your cab? Yeah, he's seen it all. <laughs> uh, eventually, there's a so he convinces them, the cop to 
to sell. so ba- they're supposed to deliver the ransom to this boat in the bay <laughs> and uh, that they call a seaplane because did. back then well, I think it was actually had to be a seaplane. I said boat, but I'm pretty sure it actually was a seaplane. <laughs> but uh, was but that? They pull up on a boat. Oh, but I think there's a seaplane there. But then the cops pull up on a boat to drop off. The, oh, right. The money. Uh, while Spider-Man is going to, like, break down the, mm-hmm. to stop the, to reverse the microwaves. Meanwhile, there's kind of a, like, a mildly effective montage of, like, all of these people getting ready to kill themselves. Right. So it's like a bunch of people, like, climbing to the top of bill- yeah. above a bridge or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of, like, vacant look on their faces. Yeah. That was, like, effective to me. What was less effective is after they reverse the microwaves, a couple of those guys go like, oh, what the hell am I doing up here? I gotta get down. And then at least at least one, that blonde lady that was on, like, the observation deck of the Empire State Building, just, like, she's about to jump. She obviously gets the, the machine gets turned around, and she just, like, brushes off her shirt and walks away. <laughs> yeah, no problem. She like, wouldn't be shrieking. She wouldn't, yeah. she's, not, she's on the edge of a building, and then she she comes to having no knowledge of how she got there, yeah. and she's just like, oh, late for work. Come on. <laughs> get out of here. No reaction to it You're at right. all. I... Uh, I didn't know this was set in New York City until they brought in the Empire <laughs> State Building. That. That's a good point. And the house he lives in with Aunt May looks like that Victorian house looks like it's in California. It does. It very doesn't. Much. It, it resemble any part of any New York scenery it I've ever too seen. Big. Like, I, like he's supposed to live in Queens, I think maybe at mm. least like in a fair amount of the books, which is a little more like not suburban, but there's more like. Houses houses houses. That's a little bit much. It's like a real big. You're, it looks like yeah. a house. In oh yeah, it looks You're like the right. fucking Goonies. House. Yeah, like it's exactly. yeah. Also, uh, when he climbs on the outside of it in broad daylight, <laughs> the middle of the day, nobody when that's supposed to be happening, and he's yeah. just scurrying around. Yeah, it's the best green screen you've ever it's seen. Hilarious. I mean, it's I so almost good. say go find this if you haven't actually watched this. Which I, I. Do you recommend people watch it? I think it's a very gifable movie. I sure, think you'll get a that's... lot of really good gifts from like yeah, Spider-Man yeah, 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 walking yeah. around on that house. And I'll shit. give you that. Martha, do you think anyone should waste their time on this? I, from the opening credits, was enraged. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I was pretty mad about it. <laughs> she messaged me halfway through and was like, am I supposed to watch part two? Is it two links? <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. That's like, I thought that was bad. She's like, oh, that's all right. <laughs> but then when I, re- when I finally saw, I only had a few minutes left. Do you remember when um, he takes off the Spider-Man hood when he's looking at himself in the mirror and he laughs maniacally? Yes. That's how I felt when I realized there were only five minutes left. <laughs> I was so happy. That laugh, by the way, is insane. Nice. Yeah, I don't. What is like the setup to that moment? He's in. The, he's looking in the mirror, and for some reason, he takes. Now he's been my. Oh, Spider Man gets mind controlled at some point. Mm. By the way, right? He goes to see him again as Peter Parker, and the right. guy mind controls him. Uh, but also, by the way, the way you deliver uh, the messages to like the instructions to the mind controlled people is just like. A DOS prompt yeah. that you type destroy into, and that's how you kill yourself. Mind it's, yeah, it's very like uh, dir slash w my control. Uh, but then he, for some reason, here's what I don't understand. So he's like supposed to be my controlled, and then he kind of has a dream, and he's just not my controlled anymore. No, yeah. he uh, he the lapel pin 
has to be receiving radio waves mm-hmm. from L. Ron yeah. Hubbard. Okay, that makes sense. But then, what did he lose the lapel pin or something? It gets I, yeah. put it, when he tries to climb up onto the the ledge. One of the um, overhanging things uh, that tries to stop people from climbing uh, onto yeah, the yeah, ledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It rips push. It off. But here's what doesn't make hooks. sense. Yeah, okay. Even if you buy that, that was working. On his lapel, it's working, gets knocked off. He picks it up, and now his hand is touching yeah. it. Right, shouldn't that also then... And it doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't weird. make any sense. Yeah, a lot of this doesn't make any sense. There's a, I do very much... Uncle Leo has one of my favorite lines. <laughs> uh, they pull up to the... So they, they drop the money off on the on the seaplane. Then the bad guys are going to get it, but they show up and they arrest him. Mm. Right? Uh and Uncle, as they're arresting Uncle Leo, I wrote it down because it's a complete ADR line, like because it's this wide, far away shot of the boat, and you just hear Uncle Leo go, "Okay, okay, you don't have to get sore. I quit." <laughs> what? That's such a weird thing to yell. At. Like you've been holding the city. Ran- you don't have to be sore. You don't have to be sore. We quit. He says. It really made me chuckle. Uh, the bad guy gets mind controlled by his own machine. Yeah. Somehow, mm-hmm. like Doesn't it's never really explained yeah. why that happens. It's all the lights start flashing, and now yeah. he's yeah. You're gonna go control. turn yourself in. And Peter Parker yeah. tells him to turn himself in, uh, and then Jane Jonas Jameson is still real mad at Spider Man. <laughs> always, uh, always. But like, and this is even like it makes even less sense. Yeah, exactly. Because all Spider Man has done is save the day. Like he hasn't done anything even dangerous. It's not like because in a lot of Spider Man, the problem is like. While fighting some big fucking bad guy, you know, shit gets destroyed, mm-hmm. buildings crumple or whatever, and like, oh, this guy's a menace. But all he's done at this point is save the day very safely. Yeah. And Jada Jameson is like, ah, this guy's a menace. He's real mad about it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really understand why. Uh, but the last line was, mm-hmm. was uh, one of my favorites. What's the when, actual last line? Because he's I, like, he, he starts like grilling Peter about like how... Tons of people try to get their, his picture. How? Why do you? How did you succeed? Oh yeah, and he yeah, looks, yeah, yeah. He like looks at this the camera, so terrible, right? and he's like, this. "Because I believe." And then like credits. Yeah, yeah. that what? makes no sense because that is not part of Spider Man. He's not no. Tinkerbell yeah. or like no the fucking diagonally. You don't have to believe <laughs> to see. Like you just he just exists. Yeah, it's a very weird line. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That was very strange. Anything else? Did we miss anything that we need to cover? Uh, I kind of got through most of my notes. Mm-hmm. I did uh, write down the what he actually says to the ninja guys after he reverses the mind right. control. Yeah. He, he says to them, all right now, fellas, that's enough. And then they just go, okay. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. He's oh, that's like, real good. Come on now. Let's, let's be friends. That's enough. Uh, it's so I mean, funny. Would it have killed them to give the villain any backstory at all? Even any outfit. reason how? Yeah, give him a fucking give him a costume. Yeah. Fine. But like, whatever. Like, I'll make my peace with that. But try and explain a little bit why he's a, like, he was a government scientist, and yeah. now he's gone into his, like, um, he's gone bad or whatever. Like, one line that explain how this guy happens to have a mind control yeah. machine, Ugh. they don't bring it up at all. No. And also, why is he hanging out with Uncle Leo and that other thug who are yeah. just, like, You're right. generic thugs? Yeah, the thing that they took out of this movie was anybody's motivation. Because in the, <laughs> yeah. the original story, it's, it's you know, um, Uncle Ben getting murdered, right. and that's why right. he's a vigilante. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Here, he's just, like, taking it upon himself. There's also the scene we forgot where he's trying, he's, like, first, 
trying to uh, like trying out his powers, and he yeah. brought it up and down that building. And then he hears a woman being mugged. He goes, oh, stop that guy! Stop that guy! Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's from the way, way high on this building. He's like ten stories right. up, right? He sees the guy in the alley and he yells, "Hey, you! Knock it off!" And the guy freezes. <laughs> and he's ten fucking stories up. And then he starts running down the side of the building, and the guy just fucking freaks yeah. out, like and f- and stops, and just stops yeah. dead in his tracks. And then the cop shows up, and he like Peter Parker manages to make it down like behind the dumpster or whatever. And the guy's like, "Did you did you see that guy climbing down the building? What did you, did you see that guy?" And he's like, "Ah, get out!" And the cop's like, "Ah, shut up! You're crazy." But then a fucking crowd of people show up, and they're all like, "No, we saw the I guy saw too. Him. Yeah. There was a guy climbing down the building." And the cop's like, "Well, where did he go?" And he's like, like I, "I don't know where he went, but he was he like, was on this they're also building." All pretty calm about it. They were all like, yeah. "Yeah, he's on the. There was a guy. I, we saw him. Maybe <laughs> the know, thief is tell, telling tell the somebody. truth." Yeah, yeah. It's, it just felt very weird. And then. An old lady runs and picks up the purse. Because they all disperse. Like, the cop leaves the purse on the ground. Doesn't talk to anybody. Yeah. They all just disperse. And then this old lady runs up and picks up the purse. And I was really hoping that, like, she would run off camera. And then another old lady would walk in and be like, hey, where's my purse? <laughs> <laughs> I just really wanted that woman to be beat. I love that um, that crowd that says they saw Spider-Man. Yeah. They're just working people yeah. who happen upon it. And then later, Larry Tate, uh, JJ, gets off the phone and says, um, someone asked him something like, what was that about the Spider-Man? At least that's what these drunks call him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody no, was drunk in that scene. They were sober, decent people, for sure. <laughs> Calling literally everyone drunks. It was so weird. And then with the um, professor, when he goes out onto the ledge of the hospital room, yeah. the music that's playing is he's walking to the window is so terrifying. I was so scared something bad was going to happen. And then people see him. His daughter sees him. And Sp- it's like t- 15 minutes at least for Spider-Man to get up there. Oh, yeah, very slow. But he just waits for him. <laughs> There's no action in this movie. No, the, only yeah. the fighting of the karate guys, which at times is like occasionally sped up and then occasionally not <laughs> sped right. up, which yeah. is weird. <laughs> mm. uh, and then a fair amount of that fight is actually just two guys on like other on either side of a table going like just the, like side yeah, to side exactly. move. That's like most yeah. of that fight. Uh, any, you guys got anything you want to plug? I'm not ready to wrap this up. I'll be at Cap City on Tuesday if this comes out before Tuesday. Probably not going to come out yeah. before Tuesday. I don't think so. Then, uh, any, like, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, shit? Like at Ralphie Hardesty on all social media. There you go. Do that, Martha Kelly. I think my um I think my t- Twitter is Martha Kelly three, but I could be wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, I'm just gonna be hitting some open mics around Austin. There you go. So <laughs> keep an eye out for that. Always watch baskets. I'm assuming you can find oh, her in places. She's a star, she's, you know, show. co-star of a television show, wildly critically acclaimed. But you don't have to worry about that. Just oh catch her at some open mics. Just catch her at some open mics. I forgot town. that's debuting season three, January 23rd. See, that's yeah. like a real Sorry. thing. Uh, I am at Chris Cubis on all social media, so find me there. If you like the show, please re- leave us a little review on iTunes. Full of five-star, a little review. It's nice of you. Uh, I will be headlining Cap City on January 31st, so hopefully this will be out before January 31st. Uh, Check my website, Chris Cuba's Comedy, for all the dates. Uh, uh, Martha, Ralphie, thanks for coming. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. uh, We'll see you next week.